0: The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynbet.com and start winning today. Also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're we'll also brought to you by Price Picks, Price picks is DFS Simplified. Head over to PricePix.com and use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit match up to $100. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our picks and all of our podcasts.
1: as any title fight in recent memory the drama all the trash talk and all the hate there's heat here these guys do not like
2: each other you're a loser no one gives a about you shut your mouth and listen to the chain i will knock his ass out you're supposed to put the opponents
1: to sleep not the to sleep and try to get knocked out tonight tonight the words give way to the action oh big love for comington oh, oh, he
2: comington is landing some real good shots wow oh, oh.
1: big take with that broken jaw. Oh! Knocked out for Usman! Covington back to his feet! Oh! oh. Another knockdown! And still!
2: Come on, Usman! I'm the best in the world, and I'm going to give you guys a show each and
1: every time. The longest winning streak in UFC welterweight history. Oh, Colby Covington might have something to say about that.
2: I wake up every single day with vengeance and revenge on my mind. I'm getting what's mine.
1: Colby Covington, he wants that Usman rematch. Take it on Tyron Woodley. Nice. Take that for Covington. This is a primal Colby Covington doing what he does best. That's it. Covington, TKO stoppage.
2: Marty Baker. It's not done. If he's going to keep running his mouth, step in here and you got to see me. The best welterweight in the world, Komodo Lufin. I need to put some respect on my name. I am the welterweight champ for a reason. I'm a prop. Covington. Fans can expect the best Colby Chaos Covington they ever seen. I'm getting what's mine. I'm getting revenge.
3: We are living. That is a scary woman. Definitely a scary person to stand across from. I'm the best.
1: John Whitley! One of the most devastating punchers in all of women's MMA. If you are a fight fan, you have to watch that fight. Are you kidding me? This is the fight that everybody wants to see. The world's greatest arena. Get me.
0: Yeah, get me to New York. Oh, sorry, I can't get there because Joe Biden is running your country into the ground. So unfortunately, I'll have to watch this one at home. I'll be watching this in the UK. Looking forward to it. Big night of action tomorrow night. UFC 268 and also... Canelo Alvarez returns to the ring looking to unify all of the titles. We'll be covering that on a separate edition of the fight show. But this is the fight show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And you can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on the Twitter at the SGP network, that's at the SGP network. You can follow me on Twitter on a couple of accounts. I am at SGP soccer, that's at SGP soccer because I am the host of the Soccer Gambling podcast. I am also at BetMUFC, that's BetMUFC. That's a podcast that looks exclusively at Manchester United Football Club from a betting perspective. To get all of my additional content, check out my website, lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com. I have guided my clients to 102 months of transparent, tracked profit, and it's transparent and tracked because lockbetting.com is actually a Patreon site, that's what it takes you to. The reason I use Patreon is because it allows all of my members to interact with each other. So when I post my spreadsheets, which I post every single month, and so far I have posted 101 of them, and I have made a profit for over eight years in sports betting, I'm undefeated in sports betting for eight years, it allows everybody to comment at the bottom. So if there was any kind of error, any kind of bet that I didn't really place, any kind of bet that I've taken away, any kind of tomfoolery at all, it will be picked up by the clients. I have over 150 guys on there, over 150 members. And they're all happy with the service, and you can be one of them and get this 102nd month of profit. If you look at the Twitter account that I mentioned earlier at SGP Socket, if you look at the pin tweet, that is the PL for the month of September. That was our 100th month in a row. We made over £41,000. That's good for 41 units, and that's good for over $5,500 in just a single month. Um, the 101st month, the month of October, was not as big as that, but it was still another month of profit. And that's what we guarantee. You have a profit guarantee. So if you sign up for the 102nd month, you are going to make profit and you are going to get loads of sports to bet on. We are at the start of the NBA season. We are through halfway through the NFL season. We are looking at UFC and boxing this weekend. We have domestic soccer. We have Champions League. We have international soccer. We have tennis. We have WWE. We have all these sports to bet on and we are making a profit in all of them over at Lockbetting.com. So there is no better time to sign up than the start of the month because the one drawback from Patreon is that it bills you as soon as you sign up. So if you sign up now on the 5th, Or if you sign up on the 25th of November, it makes no difference because it will still bill you the same and it will bill you again, bill you again on December the 1st. So get as many bets and as much content as you can. Don't miss out on the action. Get involved before this weekend. Get the soccer action and all of this combat action this weekend, including the Canelo fight and this UFC 260 card, 268 card right here, headlined by Kamara Usman and Kobe Covington. This is a rematch and this is a genuine genuine feud. I love fights like this where these guys genuinely hate each other's guts. They're not amping it up for fight week. They're not faking it. They're not doing what Conor McGregor does, which is selling a fight. They really don't like each other. They really would hate To lose to the other. And that makes this fight brilliant. That makes this fight compelling. It's also unpredictable. Because whereas Kamara Usman is the favorite. And rightfully so. Kobe Covington is the rightful number one contender. And he could win this fight. There are routes to victory for him. So this is a genuine, genuine pay-per-view fight. Unlike last week's card. This is a big, big card. And this is a big main event here. Between these two guys. And we're going to take a deeper look here. At this main event. Between Kobe Covington and Kamara Usman.
2: In my coach's gym the other day, the quote was, the only time you should ever look backwards is to see how far you've come. I've manifested so much in my career.
1: From the world-famous Las Vegas trip here in the great state of Nevada, we welcome you live to the Fox Sports 1 Ultimate Fighter Finale American Top Team versus. The Black Zillions. The Nigerian Nightmare, Kamaru Usman. Tonight, with high stakes, he makes his UFC debut.
2: I wanted to, to be the Ultimate Fighter Champion. signs struggling to breathe. I can hear it here from the desk. That's it! Kamaru Usman! I manifested that. Kamaru Usman shows the massive potential he possesses. I knew that there was another level that I could get to.
1: Oh, huge right hands for Usman.
2: Every time I go in, I dominate my opponents from start to finish. This dude is terrifying. He's got a terrifying work ethic. He has spectacular wrestling. He's got power in his punches and his kicks. And he's got a champion's mentality. I'm the most dominant. Oh, big combo from Usman. And most well-rounded weight on the planet. I wanted to be a UFC champ. Oh, months on another level. And I manifested that. That's it. We got a new champ,
1: folks. Hey, you suck, dude, man. You suck, bitch. Keep crying. Still less than two years into his UFC career, here is the 8-1 and one Colby Covington, and when you talk to the guys at American Top Team, they really feel like they might have something special here.
2: I think I noticed him probably his fifth fight in the UFC. Oh, getting breakfast. breakfast. We were kind of... Going across paths.
1: He's gotta get the tap here. And there it is! Colby Covington! Watch out, walk division, I'm coming!
2: This is inevitable. He would have to be locked in there with me. Covington, just relentless. I'm oh, all oh, oh, ground king of this division! Dana, I'm size 32 ways. Get that bill ready for me! I don't believe I'm the best in the world. I know I'm the best in the world. Oh my goodness. A bit of a bloody battering here in Sao Paulo. At the end of the day, these guys are gonna respect me when I keep embarrassing the whole division. Then he started kind of doing the personality and things like that. He would say a couple of comments about me online. We live 20 miles apart and we have mutual friends. If it's beef, we can do it. You ain't ready for primetime yet, son? He's just a jealous little scrub. You know, he wishes he was making the paychecks I was making. You're a loser. No one gives a shit about you. Everybody came to see me, so shut your mouth and listen to the chain. Kobe Covington's problem with me is just jealousy. I'm a prime example of what he wish he could do. This is a Fuck that guy up so bad.
1: Oh, good right hand by Usman. Oh, big left for Covington. Oh, they're getting after it. Furious pace early. He hurt him. Oh, he hurt him. Oh, Kobe may man broken his jaw.
2: But Kobe Covington has no quit in him, man. This dude is going forward, still trying to fight. Neither man wanting
1: denied tonight. We might be 2-2 going into the fifth round. This is a close fight. Both guys throwing everything hard here. Usman's turning it up. Oh! oh! There's a knockdown for Kamaru Usman. Covington in a world of trouble here. That is it. And still, Kamaru Usman finishes Kobe Covington. That has got to feel good. One of the greatest title fights you will see. And this is a rivalry that... Likely is not going to end tonight.
2: It was my worst performance, and it was his best performance, and that's what happened. We were evenly matched, and and that was on my worst night, his best night. This version is going to be completely different, and that's why it's Colby Chaos Covington 2.0. November 6th, I'm getting what's mine. I'm getting revenge. There's just some athletes that are just going to have to live with knowing that in the time where you existed. Somewhere else existed, that was better
1: than me. Kamaru Greatest welterweight in the world. is not the best pound-for-pound pound fighter in the world.
2: I think he might eat at him for the rest of his life. You got the worst decision in the history of the sport. Well, You're, You're no, fake. Marty Fake Newsman. Fake, 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 fake. Wait till I see you next time. Wait till I see you next time, Marty Fake Newsman. You're dead. You're dead.
0: Yeah so there you go. I don't want to overdo it with the with the audio clips here on this show. We we do that over at MUFc, where we try and dig up press conferences and comments from ex-players from the week and, and that really fits that show I don't like to do it too much here on the fight show but it really was worth putting that in to show you exactly why this is the type of fight I love these two guys genuinely hate each other it's been going on for a long long time it's been building and here we are the occasion has arrived and it happens tomorrow night Kamara Usman is the 1-3 to three, minus 300 favourite to win this fight it's 9-4 to four here on Kobe Covington Looking at the method of victory markets, Kamara Usman is 6-4 to, to win this via TKOKO, KO, 12-1 via submission and 2-1 via a decision. Kobe Covington here is at 13-2 via TKO KO, 16-1 via a submission and 5-1 here via a decision. Looking at the total round markets here, the over-unders. We have under one and a half rounds at five to two, with over one and a half rounds at two to seven. We have under two and a half rounds at six to four, with over two and a half rounds at four to seven. We have under three and a half rounds at evens, with over three and a half rounds at eight to eleven. And then we have under four and a half rounds at four to five, with over four and a half rounds at ten to eleven. So. I would much rather take the 8-11 for over three and a half rounds rather than navigate another five minutes in this fight and take the over four and a half, given the fact that the, the last fight finished in round five. The fight to go to distance is 11-10 uh, on yes and 8-11 to 11 on no. My prediction for this fight is for Kamara Usman to win this fire, TKO KO, as he did last time. So the fight to go the distance, no also interests me here because it gives me a little bit of protection because Kobe Covington is going to be in this fight. I think the line is very, very inflated here for Kamara Usman to be the minus 300 favorite, especially when you look at the last fight. Those guys were even until they weren't in the fifth round when Kamara Usman got the finish. And Kobe Covington has talked about that being his worst fight. He's obviously going to say that. Kamara Usman is a fighter who's much improved. So if he knocked him out last time and the fact that he stopped Masterval says to me that he will be able to stop Covington again but the 8 to 11 price of the fight to go to distance no does give you a little bit more protection the only thing that really worries me about it is last time experts were projecting it it was going to be a methodical chess match between these two uh, they expected two world-class wrestlers and grapplers to go for the ground game but they both abandoned the ground game in favor of a slugfest now given the hatred between the two I would think that that happens again. Now, I know not to buy into hatred and I know not to buy into things that are said during fight week because at the end of the day, these are two prize fighters that want to win the fight. And that is the priority. Kamara Usman doesn't get to 19-1 without being world-class. Kobe Cummington doesn't get to 16-2 without being world-class. And even though they are massive rivals since there are prospects who absolutely hate each other and have been involved in verbal warfare, even before the fight on December, in December 2019, they are not going to want to throw this fight away. They are not going to want to engage in a slugfest for the sake of entertainment and just because they hate each other and they want to go headhunting here. There are other ways to win it. And the most satisfying thing at the end of the day on Saturday night is to get your hand raised over the other guy. If you do it by knockout, that is a bonus. But for me, it all points towards Kamara Usman getting that knockout. He has improved a lot since he beat Covington last time out. And the line reflects that. We're seeing a lot of recency bias there in the line. Nothing about the first fight says that Kamara Usman should be minus 300 in this rematch. The price is steep because we've seen more of Usman. So you shouldn't be a victim of the recency bias and taking that, that minus 300 price. But I wouldn't say the fight is razor close because you have to put some weight into the fact that Kamara Usman did get the win and what he's done since. But even with that said, I would still be pricing this up closer to Kamara Usman being a a minus 200 favourite. And that chalk might actually be appealing. That might be something that I would want to bet straight up on the money line. But as it's a lot shorter than that, I am looking for alternatives here. So I'm looking at possibly the fight finishing inside the distance and Kamara Usman via knockout TKO here, which is available at 6-4, to plus 150. Now, one thing that I will be wary of here is the fact that I regard... Kamara Usman as the pound-for-pound number one at the moment, because Khabib Nurmagomedov has retired, and not only was he the pound-for-pound number one, but he was the greatest of all time. Prior to that, there was John Jones, and prior to that, there was Anderson Silva. Now, Anderson Silva was knocked out by Chris Weidman. Nobody saw that coming. Everyone who's the pound-for-pound number one is the king until suddenly they're not. And there normally isn't chinks in the armor. We saw no chinks in the armor of Khabib and Omega Madoff. We saw no issues with GSP. Once he got over that one loss that he had, he came back and he was completely dominant. With John Jones, he was dominant for a while, and it was only towards the end on those last two three fights did we see a beatable version of John Jones. And I'm not sure if John Jones is going to come back to the octagon, but if he does, and it's the same John Jones that we saw before, or even a worse version of that, that John Jones could get beat. That Jon Jones isn't in the uh, GOAT conversation and certainly isn't in the current pound for pound conversation either. So at the moment for me, the number one is Kamara Usman. And that will change all of a sudden when he's not. And Kobe Covington does possess the weapons to make that happen on any given night. So that is only the one concern. But if you do feel that someone is the pound for pound number one in their sport, you have to continue betting them until you see a reason why why you shouldn't. And I think Kamara Usman gets a finish here and wins this fight and establishes himself as the pound for pound number one. The only problem is the same problem you had with Khabib Nomega Madoff, the same problem you had with Henry Sahuto. Who do you then fight? Who does Kamara Usman go and fight next? Does he go and fight Israel Adesanya? Does Adesanya then come down away? He was unsuccessful at going up away and therefore himself took himself out of the pound-for-pound conversation with his loss against Jan Blakowicz. Now, does he come down a weight and fight Kamara Usman? Is that the big fight of 2023? Because you do need big fights in 2023. At the moment, I can't see any. Last week, we did see some new stars, thankfully, emerging in UFC, and you need those. But you don't have a replacement for Khabib. You don't have a new Conor McGregor. You don't have a Ronda Rousey. You don't have a Brock Lesnar. You don't have a John Jones at the moment. So... It's very difficult to market these guys and it's almost more beneficial if someone of the personality of Colby wins because it sets up a whole new set of matchups and it has somebody who can can sell a fight, which Kamara Usman doesn't necessarily do. This fight does because these two absolutely hate each other, which is what makes it so interesting going into the weekend. But it's very interesting to see what happens after that and how UFC will continue to sell big fights because last week's pay-per-view wasn't worthy of being a pay-per-view. It was a great card, but we didn't have pay-per-view names on it this one is this is a major one 268 is legit but we are looking at matchups here for the future and there isn't really anything out there for Kamara Usman if he gets past Colby who is rightfully the number one contender and at the biggest challenge and this will be a massive massive victory if he comes through it on Saturday and as I said I think he will I'm taking Usman via TKO KO and the fight to not go the distance here in this main event on Sunday Up next, we look at another title fight and it's another rematch as Rose Namunis puts her belt on the line against Zhang Wili.
3: That first time of winning the belt at Madison Square Garden was so special. I thought to myself, if I could ever feel that good ever again in a fight, that would be amazing. Life is going to throw curveballs at you no matter what. But if you have the right attitude, there's not much that you can't overcome. Uh, Chong Wei Lee, 5-0 in the UFC. She
1: has won remarkably 21 consecutive fights. We have a new champion of the world. That
2: woman is a killer
1: but Rose Namajunas trying to hit that rarefied air and become a two-time UFC strawweight champion. She rises to the occasion, but she knows
2: that Jean Whaley is the biggest challenge of her career.
3: Yeah, this is where we ride.
2: 一出来 yeah, this is
3: where we win! Oh!
1: Power shot from John Wei Li! Wow! What a victory! Oh
2: my boy! John Wei has a job!
3: Wow! She is physically strong, very fast. She'll be a little bit more motivated and hungry, but... I'm definitely a scary person to stand across from. Oh, another knockout! I'm not worried about Waley. I'm focused on doing what I gotta do. That is it. it's over! But Jian Jin says you hate to make sure. She can say what she wants, but I'm the best. this is Willie.
0: Yeah, this is a very interesting fight and it is a legitimate 50-50 toss-up. It wasn't last time. Zhang Wali came in last time as a favourite. She was the one to two favourite to win the fight. This time we have both girls here at ten to eleven. It's ten to eleven on Rose Num Yunis. It's ten to eleven here on Zhang. If we look at the method to victory market, again, there's not really too much here to split the two fighters up. Uh, Rose is available at 3-1 to one via TKOKO. Zhang is at 3-1 to one via TKOKO. Rose has the edge in submissions at 6-1. Yang is at 12-1 via submission. Decision, Yang has the slight edge. She's 5-2. And Rose here is available at 3-1. Um, it was hard to obviously make out what Zhang Welli was saying in that piece, unless you can speak Chinese. But um, what it was saying was, is basically that it was a bit of a fluke. Um, I would accept that she was the better woman had she beat me over three or five rounds, but all she did was hit me with one lucky shot. I'm not sure if it was a lucky shot, but there is some validity to that. And also when you look at the pricing last time out, Zhang went in as a one to two minus 200 favorite. Rose went in as a six to four plus 150 underdog. So that's how the bookies saw the fight last time. It was one of the most anticipated fights of 2021 and it ended in only a couple of minutes when Rose landed a head kick on Zhang Wehli. This rematch, I think um, Naomi Yunus will look to utilize movement and stick the jab in uh, Zhang's face. I don't think she's going to be able to rely on a flash knockout this time. And Wehli's strategy is going to be to come in here Look for, um, look for low, low kicks and to land them as much as she can. Put the pace on the champ. And if she can limit the movement of Nami Yunis and not let her bank rounds here, I believe she will take over the fight late. And she may even be able, she may even be able to get the stoppage. I do feel last time that it was priced up correctly. So therefore, you are getting value here on Zhang Weli. You are getting a little bit more value at the start of the week when she was an underdog. But here it's still a pick and fight and it's a pick and fight. ...for a fight where last time we had a significant favourite... ...a minus 200 favourite who's now available at 10 to 11. So if you do think that was a, a fluke victory... ...and you do feel that history won't repeat itself then you should go with the woman who was favourite last time, who the bookies considered to be the strong favourite to win it. Rose is the alternative. She has now gone from a 6-4, to plus-150 underdog, and even bigger in some places at the time, um, to now being a minus-110 favourite. She was minus-120 at the start of the week. So now you are not getting any value on her. You're getting somebody who won as an underdog last time, who is now a marginal favourite in some places. So it's just whether you believe that the price was priced up, whether the fight was priced up correctly last time out. I think it was. I think Zhang Welli can avoid that shot last time, and she can take control of the fight, and she can get this victory over Rose. Plus, I think she's the more dangerous striker, despite the fact that she was the one that was knocked out last time. I think she carries more danger into this fight, and I do think that she'll be able to stop Rose at some point. But as we're getting value here straight up on the money line, I'm going to pick Zhang Welli to get her her win back, and this probably sets up a trilogy fight and a main event between these two girls later down the line we're talking about fights that we need to to main event cards in 2023 well this could be one this could be one of them this could be a genuine women's fight i know we've had fights where the girls have main evented lately especially on uh, fs1 but this is deserved this isn't a case of just trying to even things out or or playing politics people would have genuine interest in seeing this fight and seeing it as a main event especially if we see a competitive fight here where the score is leveled up and it would create massive interest for a third so I'm going to go for Zhang Welly to do that here and I'm simply going to take her here as a pick on the money line to win this fight and that one is available at 10 to 11 minus 110 here in this one. The final fight I'm going to look at here has attracted the interest of many. It's a potential fight of the night contender. It features Justin Gaethje taking on Michael Chandler. What's next for Michael Chandler?
3: Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, uh, there's there, there's there's a few op- you know there's a few opportunities he could fight Gaethje. I love that fight. Magic Chandler Gaethje Chandler and Gaethje. Chandler, oh my gosh, it'll
2: be fun to punch him in the face. <laughs> You know, I think that'll be fun too. Gaethje and Chandler, this is heating up. It's been a while since I fought someone I did like. For some reason, you're a little bitter. It's a fantastic fight. It's a logical fight. And I respect Michael Chandler for calling him out. This is a fight that, that needed to happen. It's a fight that, that was inevitable that it was going to happen. is the
0: man and he's going to be very, very hungry. Both of us are cut from the same thought.
2: Why not just believe that you are the best in the world? Why not just believe that you can accomplish great things?
1: A terrifying individual in a sport that's violent. He stands out as the most violent. Just done the he takes big chances. He doesn't play it safe at all. And he feels like he's a champion in weight here. Just a fucking savage. kind of guy he's so reckless
2: that's a great matchup for Chandler because he's you know Chandler's a smart fighter he has power you know and Gaethje wants to get in the rock and sock and make an ugly fight Chandler's not gonna do that dude
1: a draw. I'm prepared to make a highlight or be made a highlight by the human
0: highlight reel. Either way, it's going to be fun. Yeah, Justin Gaethje versus Michael Charlotte This is guaranteed to be fireworks here tomorrow night. They've got Gaethje here as the favourite and... I agree with that here, more or less. The only thing that I'm concerned about... Is the fact that he looked very, very demoralised when he lost against Khabib, and it's difficult to see where he goes and what direction he goes. in. well, the direction is this: he's been backed into a stronger favourite than he was at the start of the week, where Gaethje was available at around about three to five minus one hundred and sixty. He's now widely available at one to two minus two hundred, giving all the value on Michael Chandler, who's now available at thirteen to eight here to win this fight. The method of victory sees Gaethje getting it done by a knockout here at evens, whilst Chandler is nine to two via the same method. Uh, Gage is 20 to 1 via submission Chandler's 10 to 1 it's Gaethje 4 to 1 decision and Chandler 5 to 1 decision so they really don't see this one going the distance. They do think it will end inside of the three rounds. So much so that the over underline here is at 10 to 11, 10 to 11 on over one and a half rounds. So over one and a half rounds, 10 to 11. Under one and a half rounds here at 10 to 11. I do think that one is a slight exaggeration. Whereas I'm expecting a tear up here, Michael Chandler is a tactical fighter that's just not going to go in there swinging. And so he is going to engage in a tear up, but it's not going to be reckless to the point where he's going to go and get himself knocked out early in this fight it could happen but i don't think it will happen so suddenly all the value here for me is on the over one and a half rounds because these are not easy guys to knock out so as much as i do think it will be a tear up and an exciting fight and a contender for fight of the night i don't think it's going to end inside the first round so that only gives you an extra two and a half minutes where you need to navigate those in the second round and i think that's highly possible and i think there's decent value here on that play as for who actually wins the fight, I don't think there's much value here in taking Justin Gaethje here at this price. Because I do think the fight is a little bit more even than the price suggests at the moment. I do think Gaethje wins it as long as he's the Gaethje that we saw before the, the guy that lost to Khabib Madoff. If he is, he should be able to bounce back here and win this fight. It's a winnable fight for him. However, I don't really have too much interest in betting fight though at the current price of minus 200 on Gaichi. Closing out of my lock on the show... I really like two plays here, and it was hard to narrow it down to one to make it the lock. But I've kept it nice and simple, and I've just gone for Welly Zhang. Not that the other play was complicated, but if you want to get it along with all of my other UFC plays for this weekend, head over to lockbetting.com. You can also get all of my NFL plays for the weekend, my boxing plays, and all of my soccer plays as well. In fact, you'll get plays for the entire month as we chase 102 months of transparent track profit on the service. But Welly Zhang is my free lock here. Going into fight number one, I actually thought there was some actual value on Rose, and admittedly, I did end up making that a play over at LockBetting.com. So my clients have already cashed in fight number one, where we took Rose as an underdog because I thought the line was a little bit short on uh, on Welly Zhang. But here it's the complete opposite. We're looking at. A 78-second knockdown. Now, I'm not saying that's a fluke because whenever you knock somebody out and they are unconscious and they can't continue, you cannot say it's a fluke. But you also cannot judge Zhang and what she's capable of based on her being knocked out after 78 seconds with what happened with Rose. It wasn't a dominating performance. It was a case of somebody landing a shot And knocking someone out to the ground. That's what can happen. This is combat sports. But I don't think that you look at that. And you say a minus 200 favorite moves. All the way here to 10 to 11. And I don't think at the same time. You make Rose Yunis the 5 to 6 minus 120 favorite. To win this fight off the back of last time. I think this is going to be a completely different fight. And I'm talking about a fight here. That goes from being 78 seconds last time. To possibly even going the distance. I think it will be completely different. But... What we want to see here is we want to see uh, Zhang Li landing the harder punches in the exchanges. We want to see her mixing in some takedowns. And no doubt she's going to benefit from training alongside Henry sahu So once again, your lock here on the show is going to be on Welly Zhang to get the win over Rose Yunis, and, and that's available at minus 110, 10 to 11 here in this one. That's it for me and this edition of The Fight Show. Don't forget to check out the other edition of The Fight Show, which features a preview of Sol Canelo Alvarez versus Canelo Plant and all of my additional content, which is available over at the Soccer Gambling Podcast and over at lockbetting.com. Good luck with all your bets as always, and thanks for listening.